You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Are you going? Hello, everybody! Oh, dang it, I did it again. (laughs) Okay, now we're ready. (laughs) Did you keep that in there? Yeah, I like to keep our um, authenticity of bloopers Bloopers. in the beginning. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, so here we are, y'all. Episode four zero. Ooh. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That is wild. That voice you're hearing is Michaela Ashcraft, our guest of the week. Hello. She's here for the intro. <laughs> Hello. She's here for the intro. This is weird. I'm sitting in your seat. I know. I feel. I feel. Off. I feel wrong. I feel like it's gonna be. Sorry, guys, listeners. <laughs> it's gonna be even louder than I normally am because I'm like in direct face. Maybe steered a little bit more towards Michaela's side. Yeah, good idea. There you go. There you go. I'm loud though, so I don't. Know yeah, I was gonna say what's the same person. I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, episode forty. This is pretty crazy. Um, it's October, and we've been doing this since January. This year was, has truly flown by, though. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that how it's terrifying. There's only a few months left of this year, but I was also thinking we need to throw a party for the one year of Heart and Soul. One hundred percent, we do. Um. <laughs> This is a side note, but I saw... Did you see my post that I, like, re... Not retweeted. Re- the, like, three months left in the, the decade century. or century. century. Is it decade or century? Yeah, decade. Yeah, yeah, crazy. There's only three months left in this decade. 2020 starts another decade. That's, That's true. Nuts. So, fun little question. Where were you October of 2010? Oh, my god. The beginning of the decade. I was at ECU. I was a freshman. You were a freshman. I was a senior at OU. I was definitely like just being bored. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, wait, that was. I nine, was in the womb. Is that nine years ago? Yeah, yeah. Ten, yeah. Well, I was. Yeah, nine years ago. I was not. I was nine and a half. That is nuts. Yeah, what? I was nine and a half. And so you were like in fourth grade. Yeah, because I'm eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like in fourth grade. Wow, I was in fourth grade. That's crazy. That's really weird to think about. That's really I mean, weird to think that you were like in fourth grade while I was like 22. Yeah. I was in fourth grade. I always forget that you are, um, so Michaela's our youngest guest on the Heart and Soul yeah, podcast. She's yeah, 18. Yeah. I always forget that you're 12 years younger than me because like every time we hung out, hung out, hang out, it's like. We're like the same. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. real. you're very mature though for an 18 Thank year you. old. You are. Thank you. You very much are. We'll talk more about She's why you're so grade. mature. Fourth Fourth grade. Fourth grade. <laughs> who is your teacher? Miss Nielsen. What class, uh, what school did you Myrtle go to? Myrtle Grove Christian School. Good old Myrtle Grove. Wow. Mm, MGC. MGCS. Yes. Yeah, I was probably <laughs> living it up at like a football game or something. Yeah, I was um, a senior getting ready for like, holy crap, what is life, life mm-hmm. outside of college, which didn't figure that out till like that's last year. The, that's actually the date, the year and month that my parents opened their store too. October, October of 2010. 2010. Well, shout out to... But who St- would have thought that you'd be sitting... You would be a senior, you would be a freshman, and I would be in fourth grade, and then we would all be sitting in the same room meta. Nine, and a, nine and a half years later. Yeah. It's meta. I always think you're wearing an engagement ring, by the no, way. we talked about this. I know. She has a straight-up solitaire diamond <laughs> ring. It's basically my exact engagement ring. It was her ring. mom's. That was her mom's that she wears on her it's opposite so hand. Cute. It's so pretty. I love it. Okay, well, let's get into um, our happies and crappies of this week, shall let's we? Do it. Michaela, do you want to start? Sure. 
put her on the spot. Um, I know, yeah. you're putting me on the spot, but um, my happy would be fall break starts tomorrow, so I don't have class on Thursday and Friday. Well, I have class tomorrow, so I just have to get through tomorrow, and I'm One great. day. I'm going to Charlotte, so I'm going to go to, like, Scarewinds, Topgolf. <gasps> Fun. All the fun things. Are you Scarewinds is terrifying, by the way. Have you ever done it? No, I'm a little scared. Dude, isn't that why it's called Scarewinds? Yeah. yeah. Is it like a Halloween mm-hmm. thing? Yes, and they like never you a chainsaw. So like, yeah. I'm not really sure what I signed up for, but it's fine. I didn't. I Boy, love haunted houses. Me too. Uh, I'm okay with them. I don't. They're not my favorite, <laughs> but I'll do them for like the like the vibe, you know? I like, like it's them. Like, it's October, you gotta do one. I one yeah. time went with some friends, I think it was like right, maybe it was in college, and um, I like knew, I like looked up the rules that like if you work at a haunted house, you can't like legally touch someone. Right. Yes. So I was like very logical about yeah. it while I was like walking through these halls. Because like someone would jump out at me and I would literally look at them and be like, I know you can't touch me. Yeah. And they were like, uh, you're ruining yeah, but this. Sometimes <laughs> things happen and it's like an accident. Yeah. So Jordan's birthday is Halloween and so we went to Scarewinds I don't know, however many years ago. And they, so we went at night, and I think that it is at night. I think yeah, it's like a regular park. Yeah, I think it like opens and then they close it for a little bit and, and then, then it changes it. into like yeah. Scarewinds. So is it like so a amusement like park? Fog. Yeah. yeah, so there, it's Scarewinds, but they call it Scarewinds. I'm from Texas. Roller coasters. So, don't know what that is. Yeah, it's really fun. The roller coasters are awesome. A roller they put all these like no, fog <laughs> and smoke everywhere, and then these people come out and are like yeah. literally scaring the crap out of you. And Jordan thought it was so funny and you that I was terrified. So he would always like push me into Mm-mm. those people that were, and they would wear these like knee pads, these like metal knee pads, so they could slide That's what and someone it would, told like me. make sparks. That's on what the someone told me. Pavement. I heard they impressive. run at you with chainsaws too, That's, but they can't that touch I'm you. Not okay with. Yeah, but so I'm like, they slide really dang close oh, yeah. to you, yeah. and it's like sparking everywhere. I'll let you know how it goes. It's so interesting <laughs> the things that we can get away with in America and the things that we can't. I don't know. Like, it's totally uh, legal for, like, chainsaws to chase humans uh, for fun, but... Anyway, well, that'll be fun. I know. Hopefully. Stay tuned. Yeah. A few, like, a few of our friends are going, so, like, we're all going, so it should be fun. Um, and then my crappy is my grandma's in the hospital. I saw that. I know. Um, she got admitted on Sunday. She has pneumonia, and so she's just, since she's a little older, it's mm-hmm. just a little bit more hard. Um, so, but she turned the corner this morning. My mom texted me and said that she's, like, sitting up and, like, very alert. She's been really sleepy. Um, so hopefully the medicines are kicking in and she'll be home in the next few days. Good. Yeah. So. Um, a couple things on that. One, I saw your sister's, um, bread montage oh my of gosh. you on Instagram and that got I me so like, good. I was like, Catherine is going to be so disappointed in No, I was bread. so happy. I was so... Well, do you was, know the story behind that? Yeah. Okay. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah you so. can tell it if you want. Yeah, so my um, grandpa had a massive stroke, um, and we were at the ER. It was my third day of college, or my third day of class. Skipped it. And I didn't eat. It was really early, so I hadn't had any breakfast or anything. And um, I started getting really sick. I think it was emotions and, like, just upset and everything. And this guy, this really nice guy came. It's like, can I get you anything? And I looked him dead in the eye, and I said can you get me a loaf of bread? (laughs) Like, a whole loaf. And he looked at me, and he was like, you want the whole loaf of bread? And I was like, yes, anything. I was a little delusional. I was tired, I was upset, all the things. And he was like, you want the whole loaf? And I was like, yes, just something. I kid you not, he came back with a whole loaf of bread for me. I mean, that is service. I know. So now, every time I've seen him, because I've been in the hospital a lot, (laughs) you know, he's brought me bread. 
That is my so sister, sweet. My sister posted this whole thing of me at the hospital with all these different like bread types of bread and like and different outfit, like totally yeah. different. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's just eating loaves of bread. Oh yeah. It's hilarious. I yeah. I need to see that. I don't know. I'll, I I'll, sh- your I'll sister, show it to you. So. But he he's the sweetest guy, and he brings me bread every time. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like. I was really out of it when I asked you that. You don't have to keep bringing me bread, but I like it. So you know, like, you know. keep going. No, no, now it's a thing. It's, it's a thing now. I know. Now. Yeah, yeah, you created a, a tradition. You must sweet, stick to it. Sweet, sweet man. Sweet, yeah, sweet bread man. I know. Um, Chelsea, do you have any happies or crappies? Uh, I do. So I guess my crappy would just be that I'm, like, very stressed this week. I have so much to do. Um, I think, like, this... Ever since we got back from the honeymoon and, like, wedding stuff, I just was so behind, not behind, but just, like, having to get right back into full, crazy wedding and engagement season has been um, insane. After, like, oh, yay, two weeks off, doing nothing, had nothing coming in, and all of a sudden I come back, and it's just, like, nonsense. So, have a lot of workload, like, editing and stuff at the same time. Uh, I am in a wedding this weekend. My cousin's getting married, so I have to... You're not to, just like, in it. You're the maid of honor. I'm the maid of honor, yeah. That's, like, massive. That would be fun. Um, I'm really excited yeah. for that. That would be part of my happy, but I'm just, like, I don't have a full week to recover yet. I'm yeah. just trying to, like, you know, cram everything in and leave myself time to do things like eat and work out. <laughs> so there's that. Um, my happy, I guess, would be... I had some really great shoots this weekend. Um, my intern started, and that's been really awesome to like have an extra set of hands, and she's awesome. She's been doing a great job. Um, and then, yeah, the wedding this weekend is going to be really fun. My cousin was my maid of honor. I'm going to be hers, and I'm going to get to go with – I think my whole family's going, so get to see all them yeah. and celebrate them. So That'll be awesome. I'm excited. Perfect. Um my happy is that starting Thursday, we have family in town until, like, Halloween. Like, so, <laughs> it's kind of actually a little um, hilarious how the timing all worked out. But Thursday, Michael's parents are coming into town until Monday. And Sunday, my mom comes in town to, like, take a real estate class. So, she's going to be here for, like, three weeks. Ooh. So, she'll be here from, like, this Sunday until, like, the end of the month. And on the 19th, Patrick, my brother-in-law, comes into town just to visit us for fun, like, for a week and stay with us. So we're going to have, like, so many guests in and out of our house. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Um, So that starts Thursday. That's my happy. My crappy is that – I don't know. Well, this is a happy and a crappy in one. Like, the crappy is that, you know, if you're a listener, you know I've been feeling down about my body – so I'm, I've decided to do something about it, and I'm committing to, like, 30 days of clean eating, kind of like kind of like Whole30, but with protein shakes, and, um, and also real food. But um, I'm doing it now with two friends, and so the happy part is that I have accountability. They were telling me about it yeah. this morning. <laughs> yeah, the, the not happy part is that, like, you know, I'm going to miss some things, like mm-hmm. coffee and wine. I was like, I'm taking bets on you guys. I think Macy's going to quit first. Sorry, Macy. I love you. <laughs> Macy, te- Macy and Emily, you can have tea. It's like they're trying to get rid of, like, acid oh in your body. Nope. So. I so coffee, I couldn't do it. It's hard without coffee. I honestly think the red wine is harder than me. The tea I can do because you can, like, 
they have this like these fun like flavors that you can put in it. So like I had like pomegranate tea and like orange the like Arvanta. citrus tea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like really good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like not really missing the coffee as much as I am like coming home and having. A glass you can't of wine. really replace. I mean, I can't drink, but like, yeah, I yeah. feel like you can kind of substitute coffee. Yeah, and so I can't. I'm like That's a non-negotiable. Me neither. <laughs> I drink like four cups a day. It's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I drink so much coffee. Like this is not like easy for me. The funniest part is though that we're doing me, Macy, and Emily are doing it together, and like their package like of stuff didn't come in till yesterday, so they started today and I started yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, like, yesterday, they're, like, asking me how it's going. I was, like, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just feeling pretty alone right now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they started today, and I've already gotten texts from Macy, hilarious, of, like, what her lunch looks like and, like, how she – because she made the shake wrong. Like, she, like, didn't put any ice <laughs> in it. So it was literally just, like, watery chocolate. Yeah. And I was, like, Macy, that looks disgusting. You, you have to blend to, it. You have to blend it, and you have to put food in it, like peanut butter and – I thought peanut ba- butter wasn't allowed. Or, sorry, almond butter and oh. bananas. Like, you could have almonds yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Or cashew butter. Like, make it thick and, like, right. good. Yeah. Because I, like, sent her a picture of mine. It looked awesome. And she was like, wait, what am I doing wrong? And I was like, you don't have any ice in that. Yeah. When I've done shakes like that, like protein shakes, I love doing, like, the blended with ice. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It tastes so good. So good. But if you do it with just straight up, like, water or coconut milk or something. it. It goes right freaking through me. Yeah. Like, immediately. I'm like, oh, God, this is terrible. Well, because it's water. So I always add food. Like, for my breakfast one, I have, like, vanilla protein. I have... I like put like all my collagen and stuff in it because I'm yeah. on a collagen kick right now. And then collagen's good. I like collagen. I like collagen mm-hmm. too. And then I put like bananas, strawberries, spinach leaves, and like um, sometimes I'll put blueberries in it too if I'm feeling crazy. And mm-hmm. but for lunch I do like almond butter. It kind of tastes like a Reese's because like almond butter and banana yeah. and chocolate. So I, it, feel, it fills too. you up, and when it's thick, it takes a while to drink. So yeah. it feels like a real meal. If it's just like water, Drinking, you're like, yeah. okay, now what's for food? Right. Do you? You don't, you only do shakes? No, no, no. You do. I was about to say. No, no, no. <laughs> no, God, no. So you do, you do a breakfast shake and a, like a lunch shake, but you have a mid-morning snack and a mid-afternoon snack. So you have like food. Okay. And then for dinner, you have yeah, like a normal meal. dinner. Okay. You can have like, they tell you to have like, uh, like a lean veg, or sorry, sure. lean protein, veggies, and like a good starch, like potatoes or okay. rice or That's things like that. Phew, that so it's just like, it literally is Whole30 with protein shakes. Because, like, I've done Whole30 before, and it's exactly that. Yeah. Except you can have coffee, but you can't have creamer. That yeah. kind of stuff. So. But this, you cannot have coffee. No, because they're trying to, like, something with... It's, like, really confusing. I don't really get it. But if something with your alkaline levels. Yeah, like, they're pH trying balance. to get your pH balance, like, reset. Yeah. So, at the end of the 30 days, you are kind of got, like, a clean slate um, with your it's acid and your alkaline and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. I'm, like, trying to learn about it. But I'm really excited because... Um, well, I'm also like, I'm giving myself leeway because I know myself in my past. So like when mm-hmm. we have guests in town, like I'm going to go out to dinner, I'm yeah. going to order a glass of wine. I'm going to like get, yeah, like I'm going to entertain my guests and enjoy that experience. But I also really am excited about like my gut feeling better again. Mm-hmm. Cause like when I was home in Dallas a couple weeks ago, I was like complaining to my mom about how like. I'm, like, in pain a lot of the times, like, on my insides because I'm eating, like, different things and my gut just hurts. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I'm excited for that. Anyways, tangent done. Mm-hmm. Happy and a crappy. The crappy is I have to get rid of a lot of stuff that I eat. The happy is that I'm doing it with people and that I feel better. Yeah. Well, we'll be checking in. Check yeah, in, baby. Got, yeah. Three more episodes. episodes so. Yeah. 
check in and it'll, I mean, check in on me Monday through Thursday. Don't yeah. give me Friday, Saturday, and Sunday yeah. to like do my thing. <laughs> Last night, Emily and Macy at the, were at the studio talking about it. I was like, and just like how they were talking about it already, I was like, well, Macy was texting us. Macy's just getting grilled right now. But she was texting <laughs> us, like, what she ate yesterday for, like, her last meals. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to miss cheese. Yeah. I need something with cheese tonight. Um, so she sent us, like, these, look, like, pictures of what she ate. She's like, um, well, I just had. <laughs> That's a really nice picture of whatever I think that she is. Googled it. Chicken fried oh. tofu with chips and salsa and ranch. And it was this is at 11 a.m. I said, this morning? And she goes, um, let's call it a brunch. I, had, I didn't have time for breakfast and I can't wait till lunch. <laughs> I was like, this is oh going to be gosh. hilarious. So I'm glad we have each other to kind of like do. laugh with it. That's about funny. It. Um, okay. So do you have a review of the week? I actually saw one that came in. Did you? you? To, yeah. Do you want me to pull it up? I didn't. Yeah, you do it. Okay. Please. Give us like a second. <laughs> Cause apparently my thing doesn't show up the same. Anymore? Yeah, it's really weird. Oh, no, my graphic changed, so I can never find it. I think I just hurt him a little bit. Okay. Did you kick my dog? (laughs) Maybe. He just jumped. Maybe. Do you remember that um, YouTube video, like before YouTube was like cool, where it was like, you you come over here and you kick my dog? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) JK. Wait, you read this one, right? Love. Did you read the best podcast? Uh, oh, wait, maybe I've already read, read that. that I don't know if we have any good new ones, guys, for you. All right, here's the deal, y'all. We don't have any this week, and that's really sad. So pause what you're doing right now and leave us a review. <laughs> Give us five stars if you feel so inclined. Leave us a review, and um, we will read yours next week. Okay. Now we shall get into our podcast episode. Let's do it. We've already talked to Michaela already, but I'm just going to kind of intro who she is and then we'll let you tell sure. some of your story. So Michaela Ashcraft is, like I said, 18 years old. So she is just starting out her freshman year at UNCW. Mm-hmm. She's like two months into college. Yeah. Um, and she has, you were born in Wilmington, right? Mm-hmm. She was, she was born and raised in Wilmington. And not only that, but she, um, her dad is who started Port City Community Church, which is one of... It is probably the largest church in Wilmington as far as, like, number or, like, members go. Yeah. Yeah, probably. probably. So um, she kind of comes from, like, a little mini, like, famous Wilmington family. <laughs> and her par- her dad and her mom and her family really are, like, such rock stars. Like, I think a lot of times um, people get a little weary of, like, who's running their church. Like, if they can trust them, that's, like, a huge responsibility. But literally every encounter I've ever had with your dad and mom is, like, so genuine and Mm -hmm. so sweet. And, like, if anyone's going to lead the biggest church in Wilmington, it better be the Ashcrafts. You're sweet. So, um... so humble, too. So humble. And, like, your your dad, I used to to work at Axis, and, like, he used to come to Luna Station Mm -hmm. that Port City Java every single morning. The church was started in that Port City Java? Really? Like, that's where he came up with the idea. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. Yeah. He was there every morning oh, at, like, yeah. that's 7 like a.m., 6 a.m. anymore, which is sad. I yeah. Know, I miss that. Me too. Over there. Um, so, yeah. Great family. She's also the, um, like, one of the faces of Soul Fitness. <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, she's on, like, half of our um, pictures because she has been there for, like, over a year now. Right up shoots. on a year. Yeah. My and first time was November. It would be my, my year at Soul. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only so been nuts. a year. I know. It feels like it's been way longer. It feels like it's been It forever. feels like it's been way longer. But yeah, no, that's nuts. So, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she's a, a big soul sister. Um, and she also is just, like, one of the most mature 18-year-olds, we said this earlier, that, like, I've ever met. Like, at 18, I was not this wise or, like, um, mentally stable. <laughs> I don't know yeah. I wouldn't say, say that. But. Just, like, aware. <laughs> like, I feel like you're very aware of, like, the real world and also I don't know you're just like very mature so we're excited to interview today and hear your story and um also talk about like we have a lot of listeners who are in college um and a lot of listeners who are about to graduate college and um a lot of the questions that we get are like how do you find community Mm -hmm. um and college is one of those transitional years where you like have to kind of like start your life over and like refresh your community and figure out how to go about that. So we definitely want to cover that. But first, um, I just kind of want you to step in, tell a little bit about who you are, things that I've missed. And you got it pretty good. <laughs> um, you know me pretty well. Um, yeah, so I'm a freshman at UNCW. My major currently is exercise science, Ooh, which is, yeah, you did yeah. exercise science at yes, UNCW. Um, I'm not really into anything with my major yet, but that's what I want to do because I love fitness and exercise and um, just like health in general. Um yeah, I'm involved in Overflow at our church um, in Seoul, obviously. Seoul mm-hmm. is like my saving, I call Seoul my saving grace last year. That's what um, my senior year, just with like body image and stuff like that. So thank you, Catherine. Um, but You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm 18. Um, I work at Zia Boutique. She was yeah. on the podcast. Yes, Zell. Um, Zell. I don't remember, that was a couple, July maybe. Yeah, oh, summer. Which episode. Yeah, it's the, she's the best. Um, she's so I could sweet. not say like better things about her. Like, oh, I love working for her. It's so fun. It's such a good environment. Like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like 27. it's yeah. I feel like it's a place kind of like Seoul where like I can go in there and just like forget about everything. Yeah. Um, so it's I love I love working in there. Um, I try to keep myself pretty busy in a sense um, because I I told my dad this the other day like I don't want to be normal. Yeah. Um, so I my. My goal this year was to do something with my life that really matters, which I think everybody is trying to do that, but like to really like step into that call in college. Cause I know it's so hard. There's so many different ways that you can go in college, um, with faith and religion and just like what you want to do. And so, um, that's where I am right now. I'm just trying to figure out this whole college thing yeah. <laughs> as it's coming at me. So, um, so it's been like a long time since I was in high school and yeah. high school is pretty fresh on your mind. Yes. What's it like now? Like, Oh my gosh. It's you so know, like I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of pressures of so like different. with social media being a huge thing. Yeah. And I just feel like people are like trying to mature faster than they should. Mm-hmm. So what's it like? Like what are the um, pressures like in high school? Yeah. So I went to a really small Christian high school, um, which people think that like nothing ever happens there, but that's not true. It does. Like yeah. you, you find the same things mm-hmm. that you would find in a public school. It's just almost brought to more light because everybody knows everything about you. Yeah, there's no secrets. <laughs> no secrets. Like you can't do anything um, without someone knowing your whole story, which is in a sense not a great thing all the time. Yeah. Um, but I would say that it's very much. Um, I would describe it as if you don't do this or act a certain way or look like this, that you're like everyone else who's doing that is superior to you. I would feel like that's kind of what it's like. Um, so like it's you, kind of like a pecking order, right? Like, if you don't look like this, then I'm better than you. Or if you don't go out, 
then I'm better than you. Yeah. You know, it's this whole, like, well, then what are you doing? Like, you know, it's kind of like a... It's like a pressure It's a pressure... Cooker. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird if you don't do those things, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you don't look like this. Or, you know, hang out with these people. Or date that guy. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah. So what were some things that, like, you felt pressured in high school about? Like, body... You mentioned mm-hmm. body image. Was that, like, a huge... Yes. Um, body image... I think in high school such a huge deal because I think um, most girls, that's when their body changes a lot, mm-hmm. like middle school and high school. And so it's this like discovery of like what your body is going to be like essentially um, and what you put in it and what you do with it. Um, you know, Bible talks about how your body is a temple. And I think high school is a place where you really start figuring out what you're going to do with that temple. You yeah. Know, there's so many things, so many new opportunities, boys and, you know, alcohol, any anything. Like it's just... Yeah all comes to light, I think, in high school. And so it's so easy to want to change your body and put things in it that are not respectful to it um, and not treating it like a temple. And that's kind of how I thought about it is, you know, I now have, not that you don't always have a say over your body, but it's like, it's more of a present topic. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like more middle school, nobody really talks about those things to you. But it's kind of like, your first choice of like, what am I going to do with it? And mm-hmm. then I think that's why soul was so important to me because that was my first step into like, I'm going to take control over it and I'm going to, to do things that are going to help my body and not degrade it and make it something that it's not meant for. Yeah. So I would say like, that's a big thing in high school. Huge. Yeah. Do you, so you grew up in like a Christian home, yeah. obviously your dad is like the pastor of Wilmington. <laughs> um, <laughs> So what was that like? Did you feel, um, like, what what was it like growing up as, like, a pastor's kid? Mm, that's a good question. Did you um, feel more pressured to, like, not mess up? Yes. Um, because, in a sense, everybody is watching you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, this is terrible, and I, I always tell my dad this, like, I don't mean it. Like, I love my dad, and I am so proud of what he does. But if someone doesn't know what my dad does, I don't tell them at yeah. first. Um, because I think... People hear my last name, and if they know my dad's last name, they automatically have one assumption about me. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not fair. Like, you don't get to make an assumption ab- about me based on my last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we were talking about earlier how pastor's kids have such a stereotype on them. Mm-hmm. And We were talking about the show Seventh Heaven, which, if anyone yeah. listens to that, please screenshot this <laughs> show, this episode, put it on your... Um, Instagram and say that you watch Seventh, Seventh Heaven. Heaven. <laughs> like, we need to know. I need to watch it. Because Michaela's not old enough to know. She doesn't yeah, know. I need to watch it. Um, <laughs> Way to throw that in there. <laughs> but I think, where was I? Uh, you were saying, like, when people associate you with your last name. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I don't think it's fair. And that, that goes for anybody. It doesn't have to be just, you know, your dad's pastor. But right. I think there's just so much stereotype around pastors because they're either angels or they are devils. Mm-hmm. And that's not true at all in either sense. Um, and I think growing up, I've never known anything different. Yeah. So I've never known my dad not being a pastor. I've never known not being at a big church. Like, I've never known anything different. And so um, I think what's really cool about my parents is that they've always instilled in my sister. And I have an older sister. She's six years older than me. Um, they've always instilled that, like, we don't have to be, like, perfect. And, like, they like they let us and have led us to be our own person and um my dad is like the least pressure person ever I mean he is like 
some some kids like don't tell their parents anything I tell my parents everything like if I'm having a bad day like my dad is the person that I would want to know or my mom because he talks me out he talks me out the ledge most, most of the time that's so cool like we were talking about that yeah. last week like with our future families like what we want for yeah yeah like what it's like to sit around the dinner table is just like real and like yeah. authentic mm-hmm. not like yeah and I love that about my parents I think they've done such a good job um but the way that they take the pressure off of, off of us is that they make it about like relationship before authority of rest obviously they're my parents and like they're always gonna have like that authority over me but like for them it's about a relationship and not just a I'm gonna tell you what to do yeah thing mm-hmm. and so I think my dad has always instilled in us that like we create our own ways like we make our own ways and we don't need to let anybody tell us any different or what to do or bow to those things mm-hmm. that they all you know have those eyes on us and so I think I'll give that to my parents on that one of instilling that in us for as long as I can remember that's so cool yeah the first time I ever saw you I never told you this but I moved to Wilmington in 2014 so five years ago you were 13 yeah um I went to Port City for like it was like the first church I visited Mm -hmm. because you know it's like the first church when you google churches in Wilmington it's like the first one that pops up yeah so I was like well I'll, I'll go here so I went there my first Sunday living here and I don't know what the I can't remember what the sermon was about sorry Mike but I, I do remember him bringing you and Maddie up on stage. Uh, I can't remember why. Maybe it was, was like it a like family October? thing. No, it was the summer. Oh. And I remember being like, oh, they're so cute. And like now it's so funny to think about you being like a middle schooler then. Yeah. And now you're like my friend. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember what that would have been for. Yeah. I don't either, um, clearly. But I do remember that was, like, the first time I was at church. I was like, oh, this family's so cute. Thanks. Small, you know, circle, whole circle. Wilmington is just so small. Yes. Um, Okay, so that's really cool that your parents did that. I feel like they were kind of actually teaching you what the Bible says. is like a relationship with God is about a relationship, not rules or the law. Yes, and it's always been like that. And it's cool that they parented that way, too. Um, so what would you say were your biggest fears heading into college? Um, a lot. College, um, hit me like a ton of bricks in a sense. It sure does. It always does. Um. (laughs) You had a a very different first month of college. My first week of college, my grandpa suddenly passed away. Um, and so what I thought was going to be, so they lived with us. My grandpa and my grandma, they moved in my freshman year of high school. Um, I called them the roomies. We were, like, BFFs. Um, we weren't, like, close in the sense that I told them everything. But, like, I just saw them all the time. We did a lot together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that, like, we were close in the sense of, like, it's weird for me to go home and him not be there. Yeah. Um, so my third day of class, I kind of talked about this earlier, he had a massive stroke that he did not wake up from. And I moved out that Saturday. We took a picture, the three of us, as the roomies before I moved out. And I remember seeing that on yeah, your mom's Instagram. Yeah. And... Um, then I moved out and that following week, it was like a hurricane came into my life all of a sudden. Um, that's how I just, that's how I describe it because hurricanes are relevant now that we get hit by them all the time. (laughs) Um, but, um, so my first full week of college, I spent every night in hospice, which every other college kid did not do that. Yeah. You know, they were getting involved in community and stuff like that, which not to say that I, I wasn't trying to, I just, I was in hospice and um, so I feel like in a sense that almost, I don't want to say set me back, um, because I'm so glad that I'm in, I was in Wilmington and I was able to like 
be there. But right. the first week stuff, a lot of it, I didn't get to do, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think it was harder for me to come back from that, like, reality of being there and then coming back to a normalcy at school that didn't feel right. You know, it's like, this is new to me again. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't really ever get comfortable at school. And I still don't. I'll, I'll be honest, I still don't feel like school is not my comfort place. I feel mm-hmm. very out of my comfort zone at school. And so I think some of my fears were um, being, like, having other people letting that get to me of what they thought about me. Yeah. Um, that was one of my big fears because, you know, I went to a school, a Christian school, a coastal Christian high school where pretty much everyone, like, regardless of whether they're actually walking with Jesus, they still believe the same. Mm-hmm. You know, at college, it's not like that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody believes the same as you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are those people, but they're a little bit harder to find in a yeah. school that's a lot bigger. And I've always been, um, I would consider myself a leader and like people have told me that too. And so I've always been, like, at the front of the pack. You know, and at college, it's not like that. Like, you, you're you just another fish in you're the sea. You're just as lost as every yeah. other mm-hmm. new freshman. And so I think my fear was wanting, like, letting that pressure get to me in order to, like, want to recreate myself. Because I think it's so easy to do that in college and not, like, just completely start over. And I didn't want that for myself. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a really big fear of mine. And now a fear of mine would be that I went to school for – four days and there was a major death in my family that was totally unexpected Mm -hmm. so now I live in that like fear of like what's gonna happen next so I think that's a big fear and then like right after and right after all that like settled down the hurricane came right so then it was like college was shut down yeah wasn't wasn't that like a couple weeks oh yeah so I I even forgot about that such a whirlwind (laughs) um my grandpa so his stroke was on Friday he died the next Wednesday his funeral was that Saturday, so Labor Day weekend. The Monday after Labor Day, we were out of class that whole week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't even go back to school after he, after he died. I so was you out were for like whole first week. like two weeks of college, you like didn't even go to class. Really. Yeah. So people kept asking me, "How's your first two weeks?" And I was like, "Well, the first week my grandpa died, and the second week I didn't have school." <laughs> so so you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you you know. tell me how I'll it let is. You know week three. <laughs> yeah. So I think now, even just now, I'm in that process of, like, trying to find community and what people I think are going to be, like, my people, you know? And I, it, there are people, there's someone for everybody in college. Yeah. And I think it's so important. We're talking about that at Overflow, about how important community is because community is what enables you to act more like Jesus. And, yeah. And it's in that place that you learn more about him. Right. And so I think it's really important about who you surround yourself with. And in college, you can do... There's a multitude of people. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you this yet, but my freshman year was one of the hardest years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I can and see I think that. that that's actually pretty, like, the more I open up about that, I think it's pretty common. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, it was, it was really oh, yeah, tough for rough. me, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I had, like, an identity crisis of, like, probably similar to you in high school. I was always, like, the goody goody, mm-hmm. went to youth group, Christian girl, and then kind of, like, wanted to, like, refine myself in yeah. college. And I went the complete opposite way. And honestly, I partied a lot my yeah. freshman year. And so the community I made originally, was, yeah. they were awesome and so fun. But yeah. the only, like, memories I had with them was, like, at a frat party. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there was no, like, rooted, like, right. deep, like, depth to right. our friendships. And so my fresh or my sophomore year, I decided, like, I really wanted to, like, follow my 
follow God again and like follow my relationship with him, figure out what I even believed because like I'd been told so much in high school that I wanted to like find that for myself. So I had to start over. Mm -hmm. So sophomore year, I like, I did hang out with some of my friends. I lived with a lot of them, but like hanging out like on the weekends, I would try to like find new community in like Christian groups or a church or something. And so freshman year was just like a whirlwind. Yeah. Like, and I'm so glad I went through it because I learned so much, but my encouragement to you is like, don't give up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. freshman year is probably the hardest. No, it's hard. And then it just gets better and better. And the thing about college, too, we were talking about this the other day in the car. My intern and I we were talking about college because <clears throat> she's a senior. And I was like, you know, thinking back, I mean, there I had some friends that were like constants mm-hmm. throughout whole college. And there's like a couple of them are still my really good friends. But other than that, like, I feel like every year of college was a completely different season. Completely different. literally everything changes. So there's all these pressures to, like, make that, like, friend group and and consider, like, I don't know, having the same, you know, like, sitcom relationship with your friends. I was going to say, the movies say, like, college, or, like, think, like, college is the best best four years of your life. They're actually really transformative and really, like self-discovery mm-hmm. years because a lot of times things do change people will transfer yeah. I transferred schools like you have a completely set new set of classes every you live semester with different yeah. you live with different people you live in new communities like you might change your major a few right. times like it doesn't have to be the stereotypical experience in order for it to be a good experience right. and a good like and I think experience. there's so much pressure around that. Yeah. There is. There I remember is. when I was going to college, like, my dad always said, like, these are going to be the best four years yeah. of your life. And I remember graduating, I mean, like, if that's the best four years, like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. going to kind of suck. Yeah. From your, I yeah. mean, I had fun in college, and yeah. I really liked it. But, like, since college, I've had way more best four years of my life. Yeah. Same. Same. Like, I feel like every year gets better. Just the more you learn who you are. As yeah, a, the like, more you can the enjoy more life. you can enjoy life mm-hmm. and yeah. experience it. In our, you have to take like a freshman seminar class, mm-hmm. and it talks about. Um, we had to read this thing, and it literally said, "I've never related to anything more." It was like college is literally an uproot of your life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, that is so true because I feel like everything that I've ever known has just been like. Somebody, Dug that from yep, the root. It was like, and it doesn't. People like people ask me like, "Is it weird still being in Wilmington?" And I'm like. No, because you go on campus and you feel like you're in a different different world. world. Like, I was like, I don't want to tell my friends who are, like, from New Jersey because I've met a couple people. There's a lot of New Jersey kids here. Isn't that interesting? I noticed that, yeah. Yeah. Um, There are. I don't want to be, like, I'm homesick, but, like, I'm not homesick because I'm, like, far from my parents. Like, I see them a lot. I'm homesick because, like, I miss my house. Like, you know, it's just that, like. In your routine. In my routine. Like, everything that I've ever known is just, like, stripped. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a routine person. Like, I thrive Same. off of routine. And um, that's kind of what I've been, you know, trying to figure out is, like, I'm dealing with grief that I've never felt before. Um, so, you know, that comes with a lot of anxiety and just, like, all that comes with death in your mm-hmm. family. And then pressure of college. I mean, what do you want? People ask, what do you want to do? They're like, I have no idea. Like, I, bear grief. <laughs> you know, thank you, like, bear. Yeah. And you might not for right. a little while. Like, I didn't even know when I graduated. Right. So, I um, didn't know. I was, till I started in fitness, I didn't know what I wanted yeah. to do with my life. Yeah. And that was I literally seven just years after I graduated. And I just think there's so much pressure yeah. around college. And it's just not, like, how do you expect anyone to know what they're going to yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the cool thing is, I guess, is that, like, 
no matter what you think, like everyone, you might be thinking like, oh, everyone's got it all together. Yeah. Everyone's just as lost oh, as yeah. you are. Yeah. And that's kind of like the almost like oddly comforting mm-hmm. part of college is like all of these people in your freshman classes, especially have, have had their lives oh, upgraded yeah. as well. Oh yeah. So you're yeah. like totally not alone. And I want to look at it and be like, can we address that all yeah, of us are struggling? Yeah, can we talk about it? You know, yeah. like, uh, um... I've had to be careful with social media because it looks like I, I actually had a deep con- conversation with my dad the other day. I was like, Dad, I feel like I'm not like I said in the a, same experience. Yeah, I said I feel like I'm not having the same experience because I see all these other people like off at college, you know, posting all these pictures, doing great, which is great. Like I'm so happy for them, but I'm like, I don't feel like that. I said I I think I literally looked at him and I said, College is killing me. Yeah. And I said I just feel not safe. Not that I don't feel safe in my dorm. I love my roommate, best roommate ever. Um, but it's like, I don't, this is not my comfort zone mm-hmm. at all. And he told me, and I think I told him that I thought I had attachment issues to like home. Mm-hmm. But he was like, Michaela, you don't come home that much. Yeah. He was like, you, you're totally normal. He said, I'm sure if, I'm sure there are other people who are from Wilmington who go home just as much as you do. And yeah. he's like, I would tell you if I thought you weren't, like, right. getting involved. And right. you lived your first 18 years of your life right. in that environment. Right. Of course, it's it's not going to just take a week for you right. to be like, oh, cool, <laughs> so, I'm great. I think yeah, I looked at him and I said, college is killing me. And he had talked me off the ledge a little bit. <laughs> but I just think it's not talked about yeah. how hard of a transition it is because people expect you to come in and, like, absolutely thrive i've heard that a lot like oh you're gonna thrive in college i'm like i am not thriving like you <laughs> know surviving. Some, sometimes you i don't feel like i'm thriving it's just gonna take time and yeah i think you just i think you're in the exact right state of mind to recognize that be okay with admitting it and talking about it yeah. but then still doing things to connect and plug in and right. like keep moving forward because you will feel that way right but it's still so new it's so new and, and like i said as the years progress like right you're going to get so much more comfortable. You're going to learn so many new things. You're going to And your friend groups will change. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, my freshman year was, was this group, and then my sophomore year I lived in the sorority house, and then my junior year I lived, like, way off campus with, like, some other yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And then senior year I lived with completely different people, and we lived on campus again. And it was just, like, every yeah. year was so different community-wise. Mm-hmm. And it, every year got better. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what are you – trying to do like actively do because like I said earlier a big question we get is like how do you find community yeah in life in general like most of it's like in your young adult yeah. years mm-hmm. but like in college specifically what are some things that you've tried to like meet people yeah so um I said that I was involved started getting involved in overflow mm-hmm. um because I've people are like is it weird for you to be there like you know your dad's pastor I'm like no it's great because He's not the pastor there. You yeah. know, like, my dad is not the one speaking at Overflow. Yeah. And I was like, it's a good, like, nobody really knows who I am there, which is great. Like, I'm not that I, I always tell I'm not ashamed of you, Dad. Like, I love what my dad does. <laughs> I'm sure and he I, understands. But yeah. it's, you know, it's like nobody feels like they have to act a certain way around me there. Right. And I love that. And so I've actually met a lot of girls that I've really connected with at Overflow and went to the movies and Sunrise. And some, some girls I've even, like, met through Soul. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you're going to UNCW? Oh, same. Like, you know, it's just that, like... So I think um, just immersing myself, like, picking two things, like, soul and overflow, and just, like, fully committing to this. Yeah. Not this whole, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to... and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was something I was worried about, too, because I'm, I have a really hard time saying no to people. Like, very difficult. And my mom was like, you can't do everything. And I was like, 
you're right. That's like the best advice. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. you're right. And so um, I've had to like pick, you know, what what do I think is going to be most beneficial for the stage I'm at in life? Or what mm-hmm. do I think is going to be beneficial for what I'm hoping to do with my life? Yeah. You know, and so I think um, it's just important to find – I'm trying. I'm still working on it. But it's important to find people who believe what you believe, obviously – Mm-hmm. In a sense, to make you better, but it's also important to find people who don't because mm-hmm. you never know what you can learn from each other and Absolutely. like what lights yeah. you can shed on them and what light they can even shed on you. And so, yeah. I think it's important to just be open to whoever walks through the door. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Someone the other day was talking about how um, they just feel like they're in a place of their life where they're just holding the door open mm-hmm. and just whatever walks through. Like that's a cool. And analogy. I was like, that is so. It was last night. This lady said, I just felt like I was. I was just holding the door open. I was at a place in my life, and I was kind of like, I relate to that. Like, I feel like I'm just holding the door open too. And You're like, come on in. Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? Whatever. You know, like, I feel like this year, and I've kind of, I've always been the type of like, something's in front of me. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this year, or this even semester, those two months of college, that I've had more like stuff come up in my life that I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that existed in me, and I've had so much discovery of myself. Right. Which is cool, even though it's been, like, grueling at times. Right. Two months in, and you've already had so much, like, self-discovery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what's like, next? What's next? <laughs> I don't know like, if I can discover anymore. Yeah. Peel back the layers. Yeah, but speaking of that, um, like, connecting with people that believe what you do and then those who don't, have you seen that um, viral, like, Ellen video? That's oh, my gosh, I love around? it. Yes, I saw someone I, post I put, it today. I posted it on Instagram. Yeah, where she was like, yeah, people might give me crap for being a... Um, liberal, a gay woman, mm-hmm. liberal, hanging out with hanging a conservative out with Republican, a former like Republican president. Yeah. yeah, she was with George Bush yeah, at the Cowboys game, and she's like, yeah, but it's important to be. I can be friends with people who don't believe what I do, right. and and I think we've lost that in our in this day and age, and it's important to just be kind to everybody. Yeah, what she like, said when yes. I say be kind to everyone, I don't just mean be kind to people who think the same way you yeah, do. Yeah, right. I loved that. I loved it too. I've always loved her. Me too. Me too. I've and I've always her. loved George W. Bush. Yeah. I just love that yeah. man. I mean, he's Texas. a Dallas. He's a Dallas yeah, boy. Texas. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I think that's I so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of lost my train of thought after we started talking about George Bush, but jumping, <laughs> jumping back into like you discovering little pieces about who you are. I mean, I know it's only been two months. Yeah. But, like, if you could, like, dream up what you would do with, like, your gifts and talents right now, what is something that you would want to do? And it will change. I'll yeah. I'll just tell you. Um, so now, <laughs> if you ask me that now, um, so my I said my major is exercise science, um, and I eventually want to go to PT school or do athletic training. One awesome. Of the, one of the two. Um, but I want to use that in order to, like, give back I don't want to use it to just go work and make money and yeah you know like I I said earlier like I want I've decided this year that like I want to do something in my life that matters and I think everybody wants to do that but I I think it's making myself myself available to be like look god like I'm ready you just tell me what you want me to do right um and I think that I would want to use you know kind of what you've been doing but use it in a way of like allowing um I've always been a people person so allowing people to fully understand their body and like Mm -hmm. what it can do for them and that like I talked about earlier like your body is a temple and so you know making those choices for it are so important 
Um, and I love middle school girls. Really? Yeah, I do. That's like very rare. Um, I, feel like. I led a group of middle school girls for two a year at church, and they were like my favorite. I learned so much from them. That's awesome. And so I, I wish that people. I had a two. I had a small group leader in my life that I adored, and she just spoke so much truth into me. And then um, I had another friend. You know, Brittany Fennell. Yeah. Yeah. And she, my small group leader moved away, and she kind of stepped into that role. And I think it's just so important to, like, at that age, you know, high, high school, middle school, to have people that speak truth over you. That are older and, like, that, yes. kind of mentoring you. Yes. And so I would love to be that for someone because I've had people do that for me, and that totally changed the direction of my life. Yeah. I went and spoke at a middle school last week, actually, um, in Myrtle Grove. Did you? Wilming- you did. Wilmington Arts Academy, or what is it? Wilmington. Sorry if I'm butchering this. It's like a really small private school. Wilmington. Oh, uh, Wilmington. It's Myrtle like Grove. off Myrtle Grove Road. Yeah. Yes. So I, I can't think of the whole name. I went and spoke. They, this, they do this cool thing for students there called um, lunch and or learn and launch. But it's like lunch, like L-U-N-C-A. Yeah. So they do it during lunch and they just bring the girls in middle school and they bring in like someone who has launched something in the community to come and speak. Cool. And the girls kind of study that person ahead of time, which I did not know. And I was really shocked by that. And then they have all these questions prepared for you. So, like, you kind of give, like, a little, like, five to ten minute talk about, like, what you do and why you do it. And then the next, like, rest of the hour, so 45 minutes, is just, like, them asking you questions. Yeah. And the questions that they were asking in sixth grade were so beyond the the thoughts that I felt like I had as a sixth grader. And Do you have some examples? Yeah, I totally do. Like... Um, questions were like, what's your biggest obstacle in launching a business? Like, oh, never think to ask anyone that. Yeah. Um, what is your, uh, you talked about body image. What is something about your specific body that you struggle with? How would you tell girls, been like, <laughs> how would you encourage girls to love their bodies if that's what your purpose is? Like really deep questions like we would ask each other on a podcast. <laughs> right. Some of them listened, <laughs> some of them listened to the podcast prior to me coming to like figure out what the podcast was like. They watched That's the soul documentary. Like it was like wow. crazy. And the coolest part was I walked away being like, wow, I like have a hard time sometimes because I feel like I'm so far removed remembering what middle school was like. But I also after speaking with that those students, I realized like how formative those years are for oh, a yeah. woman. Oh, because yeah. They are learning, they're kind of, their bodies are definitely changing, like Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, and they're also, like, learning what's, um, what's true and what's not, I guess, or Mm -hmm. what they believe and what they don't believe, and so this was the coolest part, is I spoke on a Wednesday, and by Friday morning, I had a stack of letters, handwritten letters, written by each student that the teacher delivered to my house. That is so cool. And... The letters were so, I'll have to show y'all after, but so deep. Like I did. I actually cried. One of the girls said like, I've struggled with, I'm only in sixth grade and I've struggled with body dysmorphia. It was so cool to hear um, that someone who struggled with that can get through it because now I know I can get through it. Like things like that. And you're like, wow. So like you said, like you being interested in that age group specifically it hits a whole new level of home because I've never had a heart for middle schoolers. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, they're crazy. Yeah, but, but after that talk, yeah. I was like, they their brains yeah. are just absorbing oh, yeah. everything right they now. everything you say. Like, mm-hmm. to have an influence that's good and pure in their life is like, 
leaps and bounds yeah. beyond what a lot of middle schoolers I think, probably experience. I think that's so important because I think that determines where you go and mm-hmm. what choices you make with your life. Totally. Yeah, because it determines high school, which mm-hmm. determines college, which, which determines the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I think it's so important for young girls because they just have so much pressure on them now. I feel like middle school, I had more pressure than I did in high school. Yeah, I, I don't just know if think it's because it was like... I think so too, actually. I was more insecure in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, my body was like literally morphing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like changing in so yeah, many different just, physical ways. I think so much change happens in middle school and like I remember when I was there I led with another girl and um they would tell stories and I'm like you're in eighth grade like I never dealt with I think it's so different now too I mean you're Mm -hmm. and that yeah you know even a three-year difference I was a junior and senior and they were in eighth grade so we weren't that much age difference but things they were dealing with were so different than what I dealt with in middle school and I'm like you're in eighth grade nobody deserves to be Mm -hmm. like dealing with that and Mm -hmm. so I think it's just so important to like have those people but that goes for anybody any age it's always important to have someone in your life like that having, truth. having a mentor yeah someone someone a little bit ahead of you in yeah. life experience wise mm-hmm. I can be like I've been there mm-hmm. you're not alone mm-hmm. here's what yeah. um I would tell you to yeah. do yeah and I think social media changes that a lot too like we didn't have social media when we were in middle Mm-mm. school thank the like, lord like praise god because one of the girls in her letter wrote like I took your advice and I stopped following accounts on social media that um don't that make me feel negative about myself yeah, and I'm like yeah. I didn't even have I know so I can't imagine mm-hmm. that type of comparison in middle school yeah I know it's crazy um yeah sorry that was a big rabbit but, but, I mean, but like, relates. we'll get there that's hard yeah. to solve for you yeah there you go welcome <laughs> to true authenticity <laughs> Um, well, we have questions, and you listen, so you probably have heard these that we ask every single guest. Yes. <laughs> um, at the end of every podcast. So, first question is, what is something that you are binging right now? Um, like a show or food? Can I do both? You can I do both. both. Okay, so food. Um, I'm going to go and tell you. We're going to talk about this. Is it loaves of bread? Loaves of bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> carbs and coffee, baby. That's what get me through college. Amen. Um, you should make one of those shirts that's like carbs, carbs and coffee, coffie. in college. Yeah, but, I mean, the three seats. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I'm doing right now. Surviving off um, the three seats. And chocolate chip cookies. That's a seat. I seat. can add that. Um, it's three seats. Three chocolate seats. chip cookies. Yeah, carbs, chocolate chip cookies, and coffee. That's amazing. I mean, that... So good. And you, I'm a sucker for a cookie. Me too. Like, you put it in front of me, I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's terrible. And then shows. um, Honestly, everyone's like, you're going to watch so much Netflix in college. But, like, I haven't. Good. You don't really have time to. No, I feel like I don't have time. You're studying a lot. We didn't have Netflix. I feel like it's just inconvenient to, like, lay in my bed and watch Netflix. Like, when I go to bed, I go to bed. You know? Like, I just... It's different. Like, it's not like at home I lay in my bed and I watch Netflix. Like, in college, I'm, like, up. And then we just, like, go to bed. Weird. And the cool thing about college, too, is, like, when you're, like, just up at your house, your roommates are usually up, and yeah. you, like, find something dumb to do together. Yeah. Like, those memories are my favorite. Are we had to yeah. cook out at midnight last night. Yeah, yeah. Like, things like that. And we would, just, like, my senior year of college, I don't know why we thought this was a good idea, but we decided to, set, like, put the wrong type of deter. I think I actually did it on accident. I think I put the wrong type of detergent. I think I put laundry detergent in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. And so it made this, like, soapy thing. I'm sure. So we were like, this is pretty cool. So we put more in and soaked up (laughs) our entire (laughs) kitchen and had, like, a sud party where we just, like, put on dirty clothes. You just wiped it up? Yeah, we just wiped it up. And it wasn't, like, 
high. It was like up to our like ankles, but it was just all bubbles everywhere. That's funny. I like who a, does that? Yeah. You know, that's such a college memory. Yeah. I had a random college memory. So remember when Vine was a thing? Yes. For like it was maybe around for like a year. Yeah. It yeah. Was like short it videos. Shut down. It was really short. Yeah. Seven seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like the time span yeah. of Vine being a thing was pretty short too, mm-hmm. and people got like super famous on it. Well, there was this trend. I think it was my senior year of college. Maybe my junior year. I don't remember. There was this trend going around on where people would do these vines where they would order an ice cream cone and the server or like the worker would give it to you and then pick it up by the ice cream. Oh, I saw this. Do you remember I that? remember this. So Hilarious. I had a video. My roommate and I would always do like random crap. We'd go to Walmart at like midnight or we'd go to cookout or McDonald's yeah. or whatever. That's just like what we did. And one night we decided we were going to go around and like order ice, ice cream. cream cones from people. That's and so funny. <laughs> it was so funny because she went to go grab it like this. And the, the the girl that was working at McDonald's, she like gave this face and she like leaned back with the cone like, no girl, what are you doing? And then she just kept like reaching <laughs> for it with her hand and eventually she grabbed like, it ah. from the top. And I hope I still... Have, have that somewhere. But you I put think it, it on, Vine. on my Vine. That's so funny. And I think Vine doesn't exist. No, anymore. they deleted the app. Ugh, mm-hmm. man, I wish I could go back and watch those because I probably have some hilarious know. videos That's on there. That's funny. Yeah, yeah it's so many random memories. <laughs> anyway, so you're probably. not binging any TV shows. Uh, but if I if I do watch Netflix, I am a huge fan of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, huge. Me too. I mean, Same. I've watched the whole all 15 seasons through twice. Yeah. Which Whoa. T- yeah, talk about binge. Wow. I started in middle school. That's when I first started watching. Do you it. listen to the podcast "Grabbing In" with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad? Um, I've listened to it. I'm I'm not like in every week on them, yeah. but I've listened One to it before. Face. I need to listen I love to it. it. They talk too. about you it. You got me into it's it. It's So funny. Do they, they talk, talk about, about it? Grace a lot. They yeah. talk about Grace I love a lot. Grace. That's why they started it. But it's more just like two best friends like talking about like life yeah. and yeah. random yeah. stuff. It's one of those shows for me now that like I can just. Put on in the background. That's what they say. Like, right. to it. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, like one Friends. Of, one of, yeah, me, Michael and I've been watching Friends all week. Friends are so yeah. good. We're like back in. I yeah. love Friends. And he didn't really watch it, so his reactions to some of the things, like you know, his laugh. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like hear that cackle, and it's just that's the it's best. giving me laugh. Michael's <laughs> laugh makes anybody laugh. It's like funny. you know what's going on, or then at first I thought it was a joke. Not. Like first date, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> are you? But at least he was laughing on your first date. You must yeah, have been I'm, well, I'm hilarious. You are funny. So. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, our second question. Chelsea, take it away. <laughs> um, what is something that you love about yourself? Oof. I knew you were going to ask me this, but um, <laughs> I, I think that um, something that I love about myself right now is somehow, some way, I've been given a strength to get through all of this, and that is Jesus, only Jesus, but I'm really loving that right now um, because I would not be making it without that, mm-hmm. um, much less getting out of bed every day. And so I think that I'm loving the fact that he is just showing up in my life and making me strong, and that's what I love about myself right now. And that you're receiving it. Yes. You're like, all right. Surrender. I love you that. surrender, receive. I need this. Yes. That's awesome. Um, also, okay. I just have to say, I love that you're like probably one of our only podcast guests that just comes over and you just sit down and you're just like, let's do this. Like usually people are like, okay, are you going to send me questions? I'm so <laughs> nervous. What do I do? You just literally like sat down and we're crushing it i don't know she's one of us i know um you can fill in for us whenever perfect yeah (laughs) 
Whenever. Whenever I go out of town next. Perfect. Yeah, our next honeymoon. <laughs> yes. Our next. Uh, um, okay, so if you actually, I'm gonna skip that one. What is something that you're excited for in the rest of this year, the last three months of this decade? Oof. Um, I think I'm excited. So, um, we pick words at our church. Yes, my one word. Yeah. Um. So this year, my word was surrender. Well, living yeah, that out. Right. I was like, the wow. Lord knew what he was doing with that word. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really difficult. Um, and I think I, for the beginning of the year, I was like, what the heck? Like, I feel like I've not had to give up anything. Like, you know, like I just didn't realize, like, this is kind of dumb, you know? And then the last two months, I've just had to, uh, you know, I pray all the time that the God would just give me open hands to let things go. And I've had to let a lot go in yeah. my life recently. And so I think I'm excited about the things that I'm going to do, whether it's with school and getting involved and um, things like that and the things that he's going to bring into my life. But I'm also excited to see – I keep a journal. Um, My dad's really big on that, so I get that from him shamelessly. But um, (laughs) I love to see, like – I write down all my prayers. And I think it's a really tangible way to see, like, what God's done in your life over the time. And I'm just excited to see, I'm expectant of what he's going to do in the next three months in my life. And I think, I'm just excited to see what he does. Yeah. I don't I don't know what he's going to do because he keeps throwing curveballs at me. Yeah. But um, I'm excited for that. And just to find more routine and home in school. Yeah. Making school a home. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So if you could tell women, and I would say specifically women in college, in college one thing, what would you tell them? Um, honestly, you always talk about shameless living and not being ashamed of yourself. And I would tell them that you are uniquely you and that you are uniquely, uniquely beautiful and that nobody has the right to take that away from you. Mm-hmm. And so creating the confidence, like it's so important to create the confidence in order to walk in that every day and Boom. just believe that. Boom. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. I love that. So good. Shameless living all day. Shameless <laughs> living. Shameless living. Um, okay, so where can people find you on the gram? Oh, um, it's Michaela Ashcraft, but I do not spell my name like normal Michaela's. Spell it. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. Michael with an A. Michael with an A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a Michaela really, really good friend that spells it that way. Yeah, I went to lunch today, and I wrote my name on the thing, and he just said Michigan. <laughs> I said, <laughs> what? Michaela? I was like, the only thing about Michigan and that is the M-I-C-H. Yeah. At school the other day, she wrote on my tag, Nakayla. N-A-K-A-Y-L-A. Oh, yeah. that's just wrong. So, Michael with an A on the end. Yeah, Michael mm-hmm. with an A, Ashcraft. Yeah. Ashcraft. Just like Literally it how it sounds. The two words put together. <laughs> no E's. No E's. People ease. often mistake that. No O's either. Ashcroft <laughs> happens a lot too. Um, well, speaking of Michaela being the poster girl for Soul, we have a Soul event coming up next Thursday. Oh, this, shoot. That's next Thursday. Isn't that nuts? That's oh, what okay. I said. In true us fashion, mm-hmm. we just made like the event link today. Oh, but gosh, um, yeah. yeah, next Thursday night, um, when Soul will typically be, Soul's at 7, but this will be start at 6.30 to, to eight it'll be downtown on the river walk we'll okay. post the address um so it'll be a really cool view but we're gonna do an outdoor workout like a 30 minute sweat sesh and then we'll have um it's our classic sweat and shop we'll are have like a doing, bunch of are we doing hit and yoga or are we just doing hit um 
I think we let's talk about it. I think we should do both. Okay. Okay. A cardio dance. Yeah, we did <laughs> that we last did week. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it used to just be us. And right. yeah, and there'll be a bunch of cool vendors day. there. Like um, Hallelujah will be there. Um, Cravings. Hopefully, Half United, Spill Coffee will be there, um, Pineapple Boutique, Jackie Garris Art, a bunch of different vendors will be there to um, show off their goods. So come to that. We'll post the link on um, our notes, show notes, is that what it's called? Yeah. On our show notes if you want to register for that and you're local to Wilmington. Um, but besides that, do you have any announcements? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Sign up for the app. Michaela does the app. I do. Do you I've like been, it? Yeah, I do. I've been struggling on it recently, but <laughs> it is really good. If you want to feel like you're really sore. <laughs> the first week I did it. My dad did it with me one night. I know. That I was hilarious. That. Yeah. that picture was so funny. Awesome. It's good accountability. Yeah. yeah. Constant messaging. Yeah. And I like get a it. thing every day that says, like, reminder to do the app. And even if I, like, don't find – I'm trying to be better about finding time in my day for, like, the whole thing. But it's easy to even just do, like – Pick three things. That's, That's what, what I told I've someone today. I had to today. find myself doing yeah. sometimes. Someone messaged me today and they're like, I am not, I'm having a hard time this week because I have such a busy schedule. And I was like, just do one yeah. circuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do one 10 minute circuit a day. That's yeah. all you need. 10 yeah. minutes, get your heart rate up and you'll feel better. Yeah. Actually, I do have kind of an announcement that we still haven't announced on the podcast. And you bring it up when you used to come to my cardio oh, dance yeah. class. Reminded me of it. So, um, Axis Yoga Studio is now Emotion oh, yeah. Studio. So if you're looking for where my classes are, that's it's now Emotion, and it's still the same Monday, Wednesday at 6 p.m. and Tuesdays at 9 a.m. You yeah, girl called Fit. Basically, it's a fusion of yoga and hit training. So it's the best. There. It's so fun. It's my you haven't class. been in forever. I know. I, you gotta come Monday, back. My Monday nights is my night that I'm gonna try and start coming. Okay, but hopefully. I'm, I might be in a class next Monday. Like, yeah, that's the problem. College is tough. Sorry, college takes precedent. I won't be mad at you. It does. I guess. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I'm class, I know, I well, thank you. you so much for being on our podcast. Oh, it's so fun. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime you want to come on over. We love you. And we love you, listeners. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.